hey brian coming up the end of this month it's another big show coming to the area it is clips con in super clips con yes this is the big one this is the big daddy he have uh he normally has these in june um yes. but this is going to be uh november 28th yes. um 10 a.m to 3 p.m 75 dealer tables are going to be there brian it's at the double tree hotel 42 center drive in bristol connecticut yes uh, it's going to be open from 10 to 3 p.m. Like you said, admission is $3. Brian's going to be there with his booth. Matt Ryan's going to be there with his booth. He's going to be doing, he just announced, uh, told me that he's doing backer board blitz is returning. Nice. That's where he'll take your cheapy comic and you bring it to the table and he'll have backer boards and he'll draw a character from that comic or any character and then throw it right in the sleeve of the comic book for you. Awesome. Yeah, so he's going to be doing that. we be doing caricatures and a whole bunch more. There'll be a whole bunch of vendors, like we said, 75 dealer tables. So it's at the uh, Doubletree Hotel in Bristol, Connecticut, directly across from the ESPN. So there's an easy wayfinding thing for you. But there's going to be tons of stuff to check out and do. It's just in time for your holiday shopping. Yes. So if you have a nerd in your family or you're a nerd and you want stuff for the holidays, but you don't think your family will be able to find it for you, Buy it there. Hand it to them. Tell them to wrap it and give it back to you at the end of the month and the next month. Yes. So, yeah. So, CliffsCon, it's coming back. The big show. Next uh, Sunday, three Sundays from now, uh, November 28th. Check it out. For more information, check out Facebook at CliffsConCT. We'll see you there. Everybody, it's Geekonomics. We're back. It's another week. It's another show. Brian is in his glass case of emotion inside his studio. I am still in my Fortress of Solitude at home. How you doing, Brian? How's life? How's things? Well, Mark, I had a week. Uh, a lot. We have a lot to talk about. We got news. We have our internals review, which we'll save for the end of the show. Yes. Um, I did go to RetroCon yesterday. I want to talk about that. I got a few. All things. your photos. You a lot of photos. You were taking photos like crazy. I took like four. I like a teenager at a mall. Yeah. Um, so I have a few things I got to talk about this week. Um, Mark, we'll start it off with you though. Uh, how was your week? Anything worth noting before we jump into? A uh, pretty quiet week. Nothing really crazy. Like you said, we did Eternals. Um, I will guarantee you that our uh, review will be more entertaining than the movie was. Um, and very different and very different uh it uh besides that not much else happened pretty quiet pretty normal week it's kind of nice to not have anything crazy going on kind of lull in the tv shows nothing really going on there besides yeah just a nice quiet weekend hung out with the wife the whole weekend nice lego did uh got the uh lego boba fett helmet i just finished and the uh, Lego uh, TIE Fighter helmet, which was pretty epic looking. 
just that's awesome that over the weekend so yeah i got four of them now it's all staggered on the desk on the on the old hutch so the old hutch the old lego hutch yeah yeah took um, down my, my black figures from the new movies which i don't really have any attachment to and put those up instead so nice cool it's always nice to uh change yeah rotate the this this area it's a uh, Running out of space is what it's turning into. Yeah, it, it happens. Then that's why you like me. You start selling stuff. Yeah. Or I just have <laughs> you sell it for me so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, well, Mark, um, I did go to RetroCon yesterday. It was awesome. I I look forward to it every year. Obviously, last year it didn't happen. Mm. Um, and I actually went to a couple <clears throat> panels. But the big thing for me was the auction. The auction had a great piece that I did not win. Mm. Um, it was this replica of the uh, Ghostbusters sign that hangs outside the firehouse. Yeah, it's like actual size. It's actual size. Here's the here's the thing. I, I found out afterwards there was only five hundred of these made. Uh, they go for a thousand dollars on eBay. Uh, only two people are selling them on eBay. One for nine hundred over over nine hundred dollars, and the other one's over a thousand dollars. Those light up. This one did not light up. That didn't uh, bother me. I really wanted this. So yeah. I, I foregoed one of the panels I wanted to go to so I could uh, bid on this item. Well, it was me and one other guy. Mm. So it started off 50 bucks, right? 50, 60. It was like 50, 55, 60, 60. The guy's just going back. We're just, I'm just, yep, yep, yep. I know my limit. I'm keep going. Yeah. It gets to... 200 and in my brain that's my limit was 200 and i was i want 225 you go 225 i go guy um he went i think he went 250 or two yeah he went 250 and he went back to me for 275 i'm like uh-uh you got it i'm like reaching 300 no um but then when i looked it up on ebay to see if i can get one elsewhere i guess at 300 it wouldn't have been a, a big deal considering yeah. they were very limited but i had a feeling this guy would have just kept going yeah like he really wanted it so yeah. even if i had if i went again he probably would have just kept going so that the, the price of that thing would have went past 500 bucks in my mind i'm telling myself that because i really wanted that piece <laughs> um so it goes to charity though um yeah. There's two charities that they all the money goes to, which is great. So yeah. even though it was that expensive, the money goes to a good cause. It goes to like uh, two Connecticut charities. Um, That's good. Yeah, but it was a great time. I had a fun time. I bought a few things from local artists, so I did that, and I got I saw some cool video game stuff. Nice. Um, but Mark, so why the last man? Me and Al, yes. that finale was amazing. Yes. Amazing. So they end it. Volume one of the graphic novels. That's where the graphic yeah. novel ends. That's where the show ends. Yeah. They did. I was like, oh God, they're leading to something. I know where it's going. Yes. Uh, Allison was just like, oh my God. They changed it up just enough that made it a surprise for a person who's read it. Yeah. And even Allison, who has never read it, was just like, I need more. Exactly. The show ends. Allison was just like, can we watch it? 
I go, well, there's no more to watch. There's no more to watch. It's over. They I'm hoping. It. Well, I'm hoping it gets picked up. I did not tell Allison it was canceled Ugh. because she was just like, I have to wait another year. And I'm like, it could have been forever. Well, if it gets picked up, <laughs> if it gets picked up. I don't know. I it seems kind of like it's getting a longer and longer shot. The longer it goes. Oh, it, dude. It, it, it is. My only thing with that end of this episode did you finish it? Yeah, I watched it too. Is that if they had cut the like 15 seconds earlier, it'd been a little bit, it'd been way more dramatic. Because you they, they had their crossroads. Yeah. And they went down what like it was like, oh, it was like it was like one of those things in your head that you're like, if I was directing, I would have just cut before they got to the crossroads. So it, you're like, which way are they going? It doesn't really matter. Not a small, it's a small thing, but just like a thing. Well, that ending was... when they did that turn that way, I'm like, oh, I know where they're going. You don't know. You don't even know where they are. Like, anyway. I know where they are space-wise in the country. Yeah, but anyway. The, they're still in Virginia, basically. The very first episode and the last episode mirror each other because yeah. when they are in New York, the camera comes out and makes a Y. Yeah. And that makes a Y. Yeah. And that's a very why you know yeah. the, the letter y so yeah. that's what that represents how yeah. it just mirrors that first image yeah. um but like man it probably is my favorite show of the year it's probably one of my favorite dramas and shows period of the year um yeah. it's definitely my top five for the year it is definitely like something i'm like it just got better and better and i think they got their they understood the characters right away but those characters developed at a great pace and it didn't feel rushed and then yeah. when that payoff happened at the end we got the payoff i mean it wasn't much of a cliffhanger it was just the cliffhanger is where they're going next but they tied all those loose ends up story mm. so yeah man it's such a good show so yeah. i'm hoping it will get picked up yeah uh let's go we're gonna hop into news mark all right um because that was about it for me um so the the spider-man no way home poster came out this week yes it did now i put it on the screen as we're talking about so all right well i want to talk about something because you guys posted in our chat and on my phone it's so small i looked at it on my computer yeah i swear to god i saw so much more yes um i see the sand swirls in the back yeah i see the lightning I didn't yeah. even notice the sand squirrels on my phone, and I didn't notice the little green goblin. I know, right? I and showed it to Claire, and she was like, what? So they blew that up on Reddit. That is William Defoe's green goblin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, I don't think... Okay. Real-world meta talk right here. here if anything, it's going to be green goblin, William Defoe green goblin. He doesn't have to be in it. It could just be his voice. That's it. There you go. Um, there you go. So there it is. So, folks, instead of me having to put it in later on, here's the uh, here's the poster. If you haven't seen it yet, which I don't. All right, I, I, everybody has. Anyway, Mark. But listen, here's your here's it's, the goblin. It's, it's not going to be. Um, Rock. What's his face? Um, it's not going to be Frame, uh, Frame Franco. Franco. No, it's going to. That's definitely uh, William Defoe, which is over here in this side. Yeah. And it, it's just going to be his voice, probably. It's just going to be the, a VO. Um, possibly. It could be actually him. I mean, he still kind of looks the same. He hasn't really changed much. 
No, I know, but they can cheat it where he is not going to take off his. Yeah, phone. I mean, they can also de-age him too. I mean, they have that technology. Right, right. Uh, and then I'm thinking now, people who aren't actually like characters that you can see. Uh, I think the lightning bolt means electro. Yeah, me too. Which we've heard is happening. Uh, you had mentioned the sand swirling, which I didn't catch until you mentioned it. Right. That's, That's Sandman. Uh, Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, and so we yeah. have Doc Ock. And we have the Doc Ock art. Doc Ock, of course. That's the one we all know that we saw that one in the trailer. So The only thing we don't have is King Lizard. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Do we need him to come back? I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. Um, and this, like, I the one thing I'm going to throw in is... Uh, I don't think this Spider-Man is the Spider-Man. That like that suit. I don't think that suit going to be seen much in the movie because that's the now Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Because in the trailer, as we've noted when we saw the trailer, the Spider-Man suit he was wearing was not his Spider-Man suit. Well, that's his new Spider-Man suit. This is his new Spider-Man suit, but the one that he was wearing in the trailer... Yeah, that was his new one too. And on he, the car, in one of the shots the when he landed, he was wearing a different Spider-Man suit. I, I I remember that one. Yeah. So, needless to say, this could be the best MCU movie of the year. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's only got competition with one other movie, so it shouldn't be that difficult. I mean, in my book, in my opinion, in my opinion, the best. Comic book movie of the year, Suicide Squad, hands down, beats them all. Well, yeah, Marvel-wise, I think Shang-Chi is the winner in the clubhouse as we speak. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to put all those together, right. I agree. Um, anyway, so that poster, I mean, it is fanning the flames of, oh, oh my yeah. God, wh- yeah. what are we going to see? What What's going to happen here? Yeah. I'm super excited. I have a wrench, Mark. What am I going to do? I have a wrench in, in my... Spider-Man viewing problems. This is this oh, is nerd, I was nerd. like you have like a wrench just like sitting around or something. You're like what am I going to okay. do with wrench? So the movie comes out December seventeenth, which we all yes. know they'll be doing a massive showing on the sixteenth, which is a Thursday. They'll yeah. be ton- Eternals had tons of movie times that night. Yeah, and we tend to go on opening day, opening night. Yes. Well, I have to work that night. I have a concert I got to cover at seven o'clock. Which would be over by ten. Uh-huh. Now, my dilemma is, I, you guys go without me, and I'll go some other time, or okay. I'll go, or we go at ten o'clock, which I hate doing. Um, yeah. But, but I'll, but I'll still be so excited that I know I'm not going to fall asleep during Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, or we all go on Friday. Um, I don't know. I don't want to like make you guys change your plans because of me. Well, I mean, at this but, point, I mean, unfortunately, it's dwindled down to it's just you, I, and Dan. And, and John. And John. So it's not like there's like a a plethora of people that we well, have I know, to I know out. other people want to go. And Mike, yeah. I mean, maybe we can talk about this when we see everybody in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, maybe everybody might be better off going on Friday. Or maybe 10 o'clock might be good for like even Hutzel because he, maybe he's working. He'd be getting yeah, he out, out of day. work and he can come over after work. 10 o'clock's not bad for Spider-Man. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, that was the original minimum midnight movie that we did. Right. Um, like internals, too, so. internals would have sucked at 10 o'clock because it would have sucked at any time. 
Oh, 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 zinger, zinger. Um, all right, we'll do that later. All right, so Stranger Things season four teaser episode titles and release window have all been revealed. Uh, Netflix originally said spring break. Nope, it is coming out summer of 2022. Wow, Um, long way away. The episodes, there's going to be three, six, seven, eight, nine episodes. They are all listed. The Hellfire Club, uh, Vizena's Curse, The Monster and the Superhero, Dear Billy, which is interesting. Mm. The Nina Project, The Dive, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab, Papa, and The Big, The Piggyback. Some of these titles give us like Papa. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, uh, we know that um, what's his name coming Josh back? Josh Rodine. Wasn't his name Josh Rodine or something like that? Jason Waters. I don't know his real like actual name. Dear, I know Modine is his last name. Right. Dear Billy. I mean, did Billy yeah. die last season? I don't think so. I can't remember. I think he was just I, possessed. And then they he was like, passed. I might rewatch last season because I'd have to watch all three seasons at this point. It's been so long. I I love season three. I mean, yeah. season three was really good. Um, anyway, so that's happening. I'm. They have a teaser on Twitter they put out. I mean, this is kind of cool. I mean, like originally it was going to be coming out in the spring break, but yeah. I mean, it's push like getting towards football. the end of the like. This is the last season, right? You know, I I. Mean- it's These kind kids, of going to get close. They're getting close since he can't keep them being young anymore. You watch Hubie's Halloween that came out last year. You even watch the, the, the stuff for Ghostbusters. Like Mike's like drinking age at this point. Well, don't forget Ghostbusters was filmed like before the pandemic. Yeah, so and he was, was old like, then. It so. was out in July. Yeah, and he looked old then. So that was filmed in 2019. Yeah, um, he was driving age then because that's what he was. The whole thing was him getting his, his own car and everything. Stranger Things was was filming pre pandemic, and then pandemic happened. So then yeah. I think I had to put put on hold. Yeah, um, because they film in Canada. So now Hubie Halloween, the one that uh, the young kid, he's in there, and yeah, he's like 17, 16. He's super yeah. tall now. He, yeah. he looks totally different. I mean, these kids are becoming teenage like pre yeah. uh, almost adults now yeah so i feel like maybe one more season or this could be the end i don't yeah, know it's kind of the curse of doing a show with kids because they're I gonna feel, grow up i feel adults like they would announce the it so you can't like mark i feel like they would announce this was the last season yeah. i know the 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 uh directors they said five seasons was their ideal oh okay so, so maybe one more one after more? this one right that makes sense because they didn't like there's no like ending kind of like the titles don't sound like an ending it sounds like they're right there's more to happen yeah i mean originally when season one hit they said they could see this going five seasons and that was yeah. it so yeah. maybe one more season and they wrap it all up mm. um and by then they will all be of drinking age yeah, they'll be like 30 years old and really putting renona Ryder in a nursing home okay my prediction for season five season five happens in like five more years then they put the teaser out. It's like a really slow version of the Stranger Things, and they all look old. And then I almost wonder if they pull like the, the or in. do like the uh, or do the uh, old uh, like it scenario where it's like adults, like they're older adults. Yeah. And then like they have to go back to the town 
other kids come in. Yeah. And it's like, it's like uh, the super trailer for like almost anything rebooting, yeah. bringing the old cast in. They buy the bell and everything. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which comes out, which is weird. That comes out like in a couple, like next week or something, right? Like, I think the- it comes out the, uh, the 19th. Yeah, it does. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. We could just go to that instead of dancing. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to think. I'm going to Ghostbusters. I mean, that comes up the 19th, I think. I'm looking right now. Uh, Ghostbusters comes up the 19th. Wow. Oh, I don't know. I'm not that interested in seeing it. I want to see what the what the word of mouth. Well, I'm interested in seeing it. Well, maybe I'll go with you. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's a good Sunday afternoon movie. Maybe, yeah. hey, maybe the 21st on that Sunday, if you're up for it, I'll go with you. If, unless you want to go with Claire. I mean, I don't want to stop oh, you. She's going to go right away. So, Well, when we, we see everybody on the 20th. <clears throat> she usually prefers me to go first and then see if it's good and then she'll decide to go. Like Eternals, she's like, oh, I don't need to see it then. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can wait till Disney+. Plus. Well, when we see everybody on the 20th, maybe people will be interested in going on the 21st. Yeah. On Sunday. I, I wouldn't mind going that Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going. Yeah. Um, and plus, by then I'll know if it's good or not because it's, if it gets panned, then I'll just be like, yeah, I'll wait. But like, yeah. if if it the reviews are decent and people are up for it, we can try to go on the twenty first. That's good. All right, we'll do that. I'm so glad we figured that out on the podcast. Yeah, I know that was a random discussion that we had, but that's good to know. Good to have. I'm glad everybody stuck it out first. Yeah. Um, also, we're moving on to the new things that are happening on Netflix in November. Cowboy Bebop. We um, talked about this like, last week. No, I know. It's coming out November 19th. I know. Again, that same weekend, everything seems to be happening. Yeah. Um, Joe Exotic, The Tiger King 2, will be coming out. I'll be watching it. Never watched the first one. You know, okay. It's like, I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, I, I it's like it looks like a total like money grab. It's like it this, the most it disturbing thing. We all like, want this. Is what happens when you randomly make people who shouldn't be famous famous just because they're weird? Well, okay, it came out in the beginning of quarantine. Everybody yeah. gave some entertainment to all of us. Was it really now, entertainment though? Now. Now that we've heard these things play out in real life, I yeah. don't need to watch a follow up because I don't care. So it yeah, it is like a weird close to it to it to be doing a follow up already. I know people are gonna watch it, but it's it's, it's just Netflix it's, cashing in on. Remember when we did that thing in the pandemic and it was really disturbing, but you all watched it because you had nothing else to do. Yeah, here it is again. I know. Um, the harder they these fall, people are still terrible and they the do hard- terrible things. The Harder They Fall will be coming out November 3rd. That's already out. I was going to watch that this weekend, but I didn't get a chance to. It's like ah, three hours long. Three hours long. It's like two and a half, but it's like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. You did your Selba and all that. Uh, we got some holiday-themed films coming out this month. The Claus Family, Love Hard, and The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star. I don't know what any of those are. I don't know either. Because we got um, Red Notice coming out, too. Also, along Big Mouth, Narcos Mexico is returning and will have part two of Masters of the Universe. Yes. Revelation. I, I know. Yeah. Um, I've seen the trailer. It looks really good. 
I when does that come out? That comes out. I think we said it last I week. Think that same time frame. I'm looking right now. I want to say the 19th as well. Jesus, like was every every but no? It's not coming 17th out. 17th or something like that. There's like a bunch of stuff that all comes out. November 23rd. Yeah. So that, oh, right. Um, Thanksgiving vacation. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'm excited for it. And I honestly hope that people give the series a second shot. Because I'll tell you now, just for watching the trailer, everything people complained about in the first half is not going to be all answered in the second half. Yeah. It all tells you why. And it's funny thing is nobody's complaining. In the first half, it'll be all in the second half. Spoilers. Nobody's complaining that Skeletor is now He-Man. Well, not yet. Well, he got it at the end. Well, you got to see the trailer for the second half. I don't want to. I want to be surprised. Oh, you're going to be surprised, my friend. But I am excited. It's a great series. It's a, it's a quick watch. It's a fun watch. I think people who complained who didn't watch it. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, you didn't watch it's it. all the member berries. So you're good to go. See, for me, it wasn't. I just thought it was well acted, well voice acted. But um, the animation was okay. But I liked the story. Well, and, it touches enough for the member berries, I think. Yeah. That it, like, yeah. I, you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm for me. I wasn't a big He-Man cartoon. I was a He-Man toy person. I love. I the was toys. a huge He-Man cartoon guy, so that's why. Yeah. It really, like it. It's, it, the 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 voice acting is all excellent. And the and the uh, the cartoon the the animation is just enough to be close to the old filmation. Yeah, but it's just like uh, a step above it. Updated enough that it makes it makes it worth the effort to watch right. it. All right, Mark, we're gonna speaking of member berries. Yeah, because I just I said member berries and made me think of South Park and it made me think of uh, Saturday Night Live over the weekend. I didn't watch it. Ah, don't tell me. Has a very good skit. About canceling your cable. All right, don't tell me. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it. But yeah. I have. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I usually watch it during the week. It is, I, it is, the, it is the breakout I skit of the whole episode. I, I have been on the Reddit board. People have said it was yes. really good. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. It's been a good season so far for SNL, in yeah. my opinion. Um. All right, Mark. We're going to segue. This is the last bit of news, which will segue into our spoiler. Uh, spoiler uh, review of Eternals. Yes. We we're gonna we might talk about things that might spoil the film. You hadn't seen it, you want to yeah. watch it. Those credits now. things and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so just stop now and or wait. Back so later. Like right after we do the the box office report, that's where you could stop, and we'll say before we get into it when we're gonna start. So all right. So my prediction last week that Rotten Tomatoes the audience score was going to be higher because the critic score was lower. I, yeah. start, I start this part off because I was kind of right. I, I had a feeling as of yeah. right now, as of the, what is today? The 8th. 8th of November. The Eternals has been officially rotten. The lowest score of any MCU film ever made yes. at 48% on the tomato meter. That is 297 reviews. Gives them a 48 percentage. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the audience side of things, over 2,500 verified ratings have given an 81% on the audience side. Um, I had a feeling it, the audience I'd be side would be bigger. To see audience rating wise, where that falls. 
What do you mean? It's 81%. That's where no, I mean, on. like where that falls amongst all Marvel movies, like the our audience, 81% rating. Like, where does that fall amongst all the Marvel movies? Um, probably. Cause let's be honest. If you're a comic book fan and you're a fan of the Eternals, you're going to be a little bit more forgiving to the movie. So put a pin in that, put a pin. I'm just updating, put a pin. Cause I know where you're going with this. Put yeah, a pin. Yeah. Real quickly, before we get into our review, the internals did end Marvel straight a winning streak with audiences. And yeah. it didn't really matter. Um, the film opened to 71 million in North America and nearly 162 million globally, despite an all time low cinema score. Now, the yeah. cinema score is something completely different from Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is accumulation of all yes. the reviews from critics, verified critics, and audience score. Cinema scores are what people say as soon as they walk out of the theater. Right. Now, Eternals was slapped with a B cinema score. Yes. Now, a B, you're like, well, B's not that bad. That is the lowest an MCU movie's ever yes. gotten. A B plus was given to Thor. Yeah. Um, which got that was eons ago. That was way in the beginning. Kenneth Brenner. Um, now, basically, almost all C- MCU movies, the cinema scores have always been a variation of an A. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. I mean, no yeah. other um, no other IP has done that. Yes. You have basically straight A's. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Um. It still made a lot of money. It didn't. It didn't even matter about the low um, score. And I think people. I will to- say not anything to like not to spoil the movie. No spoilers. No nothing about the movie. Uh, going off the cinema score uh, thought of people right after they got out of theater. This is the first Marvel movie that, as I was sitting in the theater, about halfway through, I was like, "All right, I I, I can go now." <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Like this is I'm 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 done with this movie. Well, we're going into our review. Yes. Spoilers. Sorry. Yes. Here we go. We saw Eternals. We saw Eternals. So Mark- showing on Thursday, which is good because it was any late in the day, I would have fallen asleep. It's a long one. It was a long one. It wasn't just long. The issue with this movie, my issue with this movie, is it was boring <laughs> it was the lamest most boring most anti-emotional movie any marvel movie i've ever seen i could not care from the time I walked into that theater to the time I walked out of that theater i do not care about anybody that was in it if eternals never show up in anything else mcu ever i won't care Every acting, every like every person in that film either mailed it in or was not written well or the directing was terrible. I don't know how this got through to be put out as a movie. I am baffled that Disney, after all these years of Marvel movies, went through this movie and was like, yeah, put it out. That's great. 
this is a great way to launch the next phase of, of the universe. This is the main movie that's supposed to spawn the celestial story and tell us everything that's going to be going into the next whatever amount of years of stories for the Marvel Universe. This was the movie they decided to put out. This antidepressant of a movie was the movie they thought was the great one to put out. The only two people that anyone cares about in this movie, that I care about in this movie, was Kit Harrington's character, who probably had about a total of 20 minutes of screen time in the whole movie. Less. I would yeah. say less. And the valet for one of the Eternals. The only two people that were any of interest in this whole movie were two side characters. The main people of the movie. No one cared about. Nothing happens in this movie that has any relevance anywhere. The person that's supposed to care the most about the people of Earth is probably, in my opinion, the least emotionally attached person I've ever seen in my life. That character didn't show any interest in anything going on in the whole movie. Her face was total blank from the time the the movie started to the time the movie ended. It probably in it like everyone was like, oh my gosh, this movie has a sex scene in it. Probably the least chemistry of a sex scene I've ever seen in my life. It looked like two people who've never seen each other and talked to another human being in their whole life just decided to have sex. And then the people got all bent out of shape about the gay character. I didn't even care because I was annoyed by his acting in the first two minutes of him being on screen. Are you done? Should I keep One going? last thing. The two people that died in this movie <laughs> do not care. Do not care. This has been a riot by Mark Warnock. But the some Hayek's character dies. Who cares? Why do I have any attachment to her dying? Gilgamesh dies. Who cares? I like never it. even saw him. He was on the screen for a total of 10 minutes. I liked him. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to care that the guy that was funny for like the past two minutes of the movie is now dead. Okay. It was the least, it was the worst written, worst acted, worst directed Marvel movie I've ever seen. I'd watch wow. Black Widow 20 times before I'd watch this again. All right, are, are you done? Can I I'm do done. That, that was right. my rant. I've All been right. holding that in since Thursday. Right. I've been like, ugh. I let you go. I'll give you, this is not how I wanted the review to go. I'll give you my review <laughs> and then we'll give it a score. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm glad you got that off. You, you ready for me? Yes. I, I'm a little bit different. I totally understand. And I agree with a lot of what you just said. Okay. For me, um, I thought overall, overall, it was just good. I can't, I, my words don't describe it more than it was just, I enjoyed it as it happened, but I'm telling you as a Monday, I don't remember anyone's name, but Gildadesh. Gilgamesh. Gildamesh. I can't. Gilgamesh, Icarus, Ajax was some Hayek's character. I remember all the names because I just know who they are. Icarus, I remember because basically, if you know the Icarus story, you kind of know what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. Um, 
so Sprite anyway, because I drink it, so that's why. Right, but all these characters kind of blend in and be, are just kind of all the same yeah. to me. Um, I did like um, the character, the gay character. I thought he was great. Bastos. He was, he was trying to give uh, nudge humanity with these inventions. And we saw how it backfired and he, he was, a, he, it, it, it bothered him. So I, I like some of that stuff. I like the quieter moments in this movie. I like the, the thought provoking ideas of people watching over humanity. They can't do anything, but you have a group of people where some people are like, maybe we should step in. Maybe I should. And holding back. I liked all that. This is my review, my, my review. Um, I liked some of that stuff. Some of the stuff I didn't care about was fighting the, 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 the monster. I didn't really care. When people died, it had no agency. I didn't feel sad. I didn't care because we barely saw them to begin with. Um, so I didn't feel any of that. I, I didn't. I like the, the deeper meanings about the questioning and these people living there and that stuff. When it came to the big battles, it was just okay. It was okay for what I saw, but beyond that, I don't remember it. Um, I think the quieter moments that stuck out in my head. Um, I thought the, uh, the very ending, the, the two uh, after credit scenes, mid credit scene were very entertaining. Uh, Harry Styles shows up as Thanos' brother, which was kind of cool. Um, Patton Oswald plays the, the little jester that announces him. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay, I'll let you finish your thing before I have, I have like four questions I need to ask you. Right, hold on. Okay. Um, I did like that. What's his face? Uh, Jon Snow. Uh, uh, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington gets his sword. He'll become a character into the MCU. Black Knight. Uh, Black Knight. So that, those things I liked. I'm glad I got to see it. But overall, it's middle tier MCU for me. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. It just kind of gave me the information I needed for the future. I don't think it needed to be two hours and 30 minutes long. I felt it dragged. I didn't agree that we needed a sex scene. I felt like if you cut out that sex scene, it looked like the the sex scene and the uh, gay character were forced into the movie. No, I, they all represent what a, what a country or a civilization or a world would be. And I, I having a gay character, it just makes it's sense. just like it's. I mean, not that it's not like I was aggravated that there was a gay character in the movie. To me, it was just like it. It seemed thrown in, like it seemed like it was just like, oh, we need to put a let's put a gay character in the movie. Okay, cool. It was like there was like it was just like I, a, I didn't feel just a, like a throw in, like oh, this guy's gay. I don't think it didn't feel thrown into me. The sex scene felt thrown into me because I felt like, like we in. didn't need the sex scene, and then I was just kind of like, I mean, it didn't add anything. Okay, I can you can show me that they're in love, even though their chemistry sucks. I mean, it's anyway, the, anyway, hold on. I'm, that's my overall review. I got yours. You got mine. What are you? Before we get to the scores, okay. let me, I have other things to ask you. Yeah. Um, in your opinion. Yes. Who was the villain of this movie? Well, I would say 
Icarus in a weird no. way? Well, I mean, he did potentially get everything going by killing someone that they they were all pissed off at. They were pissed off that he killed her. Yeah. Well, he didn't. And, yeah. But and I mean, that was motivation to get everybody back together. It was honestly like, but like, well, why the deviant? But she lied. But she What's lied. The point? So maybe What's the point of the deviants? She the de- she lied to them. That's why he kills yes. her. So the, the I mean, it wasn't a clear cut bad guy. It it was internal. It was this 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 belief that their mission wasn't over. She lies, and it was kind of it wasn't over because these things were in the earth to begin with. They to were. Me, I think the only the to me, upon thinking about the movie all weekend. Which is a going to be probably a weird uh, stance. I think Ajax was the villain because I the, think who's Ajax? Luke, some Hayek's character. Well, yes, yeah, she lied because in the whole like exposition of the Celestial telling you everything that they could have told you in the movie, but decided to do as a explanation section where he has. Uh, Cersei in his hands and he's telling them that they're all robots yeah, yeah. Alert. when they do the pan of all the the like synthioid bodies the only one that doesn't have a synthioid and everything is Ajax so I think Ajax was the only real eternal all the others are just sit like androids well yeah they're all internal because they is an eternal that's Harry Styles' character, Star Fox, who's Thanos' brother. Yeah. Who doesn't really get an explanation about who this character is or why we should care that he's showing up in the MCU. He disappears. Yeah, There's but, no, we, like, but we will find out later on. I, mean, I know. But that's it's how they introduce yeah, characters all the time. I was already, and I said this to you, I don't know if you heard me when the movie first started. When we get the, the, par- the three-paragraph explanation of what's going on before the movie even starts... I said to you, go, well, that's never a good start. We get crib notes before the movie happens. <laughs> well, I said to John, like, this movie comes with clip notes. <laughs> There's a lot. Here's, here's what's going on before we even get into the movie. Yeah, but you, Star Wars does of, that. We instead of Star giving Wars. you a video, like, part, part with someone narrating that information, which would have been way cooler than just me reading the... The only time that's ever worked is Star Wars. The only time the scrolling information thing has ever worked is in a Star Wars movie. Nowhere else has that been a, like a successful thing. You could have easily started the movie with that time that they had the scrolling words. It had video showing all that information. Movie was long enough, Mark. We didn't but that, make it would have been the same amount of time. That was part of the movie. It didn't bother me. It did bother me. I just think that that was like the first misstep is that could have been an, an easily like had the video going and had the person that was or the, whoever this doing the celestial voice read that information off and have video like an animation or something describing that information would have been so much better than me having to read. What, what, what's your other three questions? You, you said you have four questions. I do. Um, You're like, I do. But I don't know who was the are. villain, which yeah. we just said we, we I think is Ajax. No one seems to know who the actual villain is. 
Um, I don't think it's really about it's internally. It's they're internally dealing with a situation they're in. I, I think it's, it's a, multiple. It's a, I think whatever. it's layered there. It's a my ter- opinion. It was terrible. Anyway, right. hold on. Uh, secondary, second, second question. Secondary, second. Well, secondarily, I was going to say, but then I changed my mind. All right. Um, how does a half-born celestial emerging from the planet Earth not destroy the Earth in any way, shape, or form, other than just appearing and turning to marble? Because now you have a full sized celestial turned into marble sitting inside the planet earth and that does not affect the rotation of the planet there was earthquake or they, they had earthquakes yeah but they were all at the end of the movie they're just wandering through the park like nothing happened no everybody was freaking out no one was freaking out no one freaked out until the celestial appeared when she took off everybody in the park went running yeah but that was i'm talking before that part of the scene yeah. It's just her and Kit Harrington walking through the park like nothing's going on. But Everyone's just milling around like it's no big deal. Where they were and where that was happening were two different parts. So I get that, but that why would... happening would have encapsulated the whole planet Earth. Because just because a hand and a head came out of one side, you, you think like his feet must have stuck out the other side of the planet. And it's just like this celestial through the planet. And it's like a huge piece of marble is, is going to affect the way the earth rotates, but it's going to affect the whole like yeah. hides and the water coming out of the. I get you what you're saying. It, it, it's stuck. It's now frozen in there. Yeah. Um, no Avenger noticed this was happening. What happened? The Avengers right can affect, can, uh, can contribute to what's going on in the world. Whereas the Eternals didn't do anything to what was going on in the world. It, it's going to be brought up in the next big. I would hope so. I mean, you think it would have to affect something, but anyways. Um, third question. Yeah. Uh, why didn't the Eternals c- contribute during the Thanos thing? They said they couldn't. But why wouldn't they? If their main plan, if Ajax's plan, initially, was what the plan was to let as many people become alive so it gets to that threshold where yeah. the Celestial is able to be born, why wouldn't they have tried to stop Thanos from killing half the population? Because well, this movie basically says, and I saw this a lot online during the weekend, this movie basically tells everybody Thanos was right and the Avengers were wrong. Yes, but it's also nobody would know that. It's information they didn't have. I know, but now and it's retconning that... It's not retconning. That's not is. what that it's means. Big. It's going no. back. It's, it's, telling it's, the, it's changing. It's telling you that the story that you've just watched and the Avengers succeeding and the yeah. killing of Iron Man yeah, and him sacrificing himself was basically not the right decision. But they didn't have that information. And of course, they want to save humanity. That is, they, that, that is correct for them. But there's internals, parts of the internals that they want to save humanity. Yes, but internals. So is what if they have, like, you figure you would have said there would have been some part of that movie or somewhere in that thing, there was nothing that would have been like, hey, you know, if we had just, if we had not let Thanos, like, wouldn't you have thought they would help Thanos? to kill 
the population of the whole universe. So technically he's affecting every celestial being born by killing half the population of the universe. Uh, you're overthinking it, Mark. First of all, the internals weren't, they were in their little corner or they're disbanded. So they were all, they weren't even together. So when the snapping did happen, they obviously weren't snapped, but they were living their lives because they were disbanded. So they weren't together anyway. And then when everybody came back, I mean, they didn't know that was her plan. They didn't know Thanos. But Icarus plan. knew. Icarus knew. Icarus knew in Babylon. Eventually. Which, he figured no, it out. Icarus knew by the way the movie goes. Icarus, they say the thing when they're sitting on the porch. Yeah. Which is another terrible part of the movie besides the point. Um, Icarus says, like he'd said when they were on the porch, that he knew when they were in Babylon what the plan was. So he kept it to but himself the whole time. Kept it to himself and could have been like involved in the other parts of the universe. So it just like makes no sense to me. Well, Mark, but this is the problem you get when you start doing characters that come out prior to a major event. Yes, this is this exactly. is this is this is what's going to happen. You You're going to well, have inconsistency. But you could write your movie in a way that correlates to those other movies. Because here's my fourth thing: okay. what would have made this movie? My fourth question to you is: Do you think this would have made the movie better if they had wrote this movie would have taken place? Instead of where it does, if this movie had been the story of the Eternals through the Marvel Universe, and they were in the background of the regular Marvel Universe, and they shot this movie in a way where they used the old footage of the Marvel movies, so then you had your member berries for the fans who don't know who the Eternals are, and you see like your good friend Captain America, your good friend Iron Man, your good friend you don't have to show these characters acting. You just show them in battle and different things. So you have like their full face masks on. You have all this stuff going on. But you show like a movie of the Eternals telling the story of the Eternals and they are in the background of all these major events in the Marvel Universe and they're directing the world of the Marvel Universe. Like with Ultron, they're like, like Icarus shows up and he's like helping Ultron and he's mischievously like doing the Loki kind of scenario. He's the one that's in the background pulling the strings because he knows what the, the thing is. And the other like ones that. are trying to help the Avengers, but not overtly help the Avengers to solve all these problems that are happening. I don't know. I would have liked that movie better than this craptastic, boring ass DC movie, basically. I will. I'll take a step further from your idea. I think personally, it would have been cool if the internals came to Earth during the snapping, and that's what God caused them to come down because they they've been here since the beginning. So it's like you have to kind of dance that tightrope. Another um, thing that I seen online over the weekend was. If this movie took place where it started and the movie ended with Babylon, the Babylon story of them deciding to break up, and that was where the movie ends. But you could have fleshed out that part in between there of them helping humanity grow and 
become more and more. So the movie ends with Babylon. They all disband. Then you cut to at the end of the movie. So the very end of the movie is like that Babylon breakup happens. Droid goes off. They all break up and go their separate ways. And then you show like a present day where each one is. And then the end of the movie, because you've spent all this time building the information of who these people are, how they work with each other, their inside like stories to each other. And you build up Ajax as this big like father, like mother figure for all the characters. Mm. And then you end the movie with Ajax dying in that scene towards the beginning and towards the middle of the film where she, they find her dead. That's the end of the movie. So then you have a buildup of who these people are. You build the, 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 like your feelings towards these people, the Athena thing happens at the end of the film. She's basically the, like the Icarus character of this movie that they have to like defeat her. Then they decide we have to break up. Gilgamesh says he'll take her and do his thing. And the other one goes this way. The other one goes that way. Then you show Ajax dies. Movie ends. Then you go, then you set up a second movie where you want to know what happened to Ajax. How did she die? They basically like tried to force like four movies into one movie. I agree that it's like two movies. You're right. I mean, it would have been cool to have one movie with them all together and to like them all and then have something tragic happen. And then that could happen, like you say, at the end. If the Icarus thing like happened in the second movie, if the second movie was you finding out Icarus turned on everybody after you've already spent a whole movie liking him. Right. And he's like, he's like the twist. Yeah. This movie like forced the twist to happen before I had enough time to care about him. It's because it jumped around in time a lot. It was constantly jumping around in time. It was, I don't, I said at the beginning, I don't know how this movie got through and everyone was like, okay, yeah, this is what we want to do. Cause it's just bad. It's a bad movie. Which is crazy to say, because you know me, I'm Mr. Marvel. I like the Marvel movies. Yeah. But I'd watch a DC movie before I'd watch this again. <laughs> I'd watch Batman v Superman again before uh, I'd watch this. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, it wasn't my favorite. This movie, you know? like, I, like I said, I think I said it to somebody as we were I think it was John as we were walking out. I would have rather seen this be a, a Disney Plus show than a film. Well, I said that. I said, yeah, I think it would have, it could have made a better show. Yeah. Actually, what you laid out could have been a great Disney plus show. And then maybe had a turn with the movie. Didn't you have basically like a whodunit, like who killed Ajax. And that would have led up to the set, the the thing in the, the yeah, you could have had him beating the deviants and the whole thing at the beginning of the movie went all about the deviants and then them having to defeat the deviants. And then you could have still had that thing of the deviant absorbing powers. Like you could have still got rid of Gilgamesh. Right. Another random eternal that no one cares about. (laughs) And then like that could have been the thing. So then like when they defeat that deviant, you think that's the big bad. Yeah. This whole time you're building up Celestial as like a whole thing and you know like they do the thing with ajax or ajax hops in and reads the goes to meet the celestial and at the end of the film he and that says to her the big plan 
of you guys are just there so we can grow a celestial inside the earth. Right. Right. So you have to keep the, the, the population, like don't bother the population up, but build it up enough so they can get to a certain point where they can birth the celestial. Yeah. So then when you end that at the very end of the movie, you're like, what's going on now? This is like, a, she's a bad person in your mind. And then you cut to the scene and she's, they go to the part where she's dead and then you cut to the part right at the very beginning where you have Kit Harrington and Cersei's character in London with Sprite. And right. then the movie ends where they go to her, to Ajax's farm and she's dead. And that's where the movie ends. So you're, you've built all that, that stuff up until that point. Then that's where your movie ends. You don't like, like they rushed through the get to know you portion of the movie and then just kind of just laid out this boring not really interesting whodunit scenario and then gave you this like cataclysmic event that's happening and it's like they kind of like I was like trying to like reconcile it over the weekend it's like they did like a Thanos story in the intro to the characters it's like you have to stop a cataclysmic event in your first introduction before we even know who you are you have to stop everything from happening yeah Yeah. and then a celestial just appears at the end of the film that like everyone would see oh in the skyline yeah that was the one they were talking to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was just like, well, I'm out of here now. Well, he's like, well, I'm taking you all back. I'm taking you three back. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones that flew away, I'm not going to go bother them yet. I'll go get them later. I can't get them. So. Yeah. They're in a ship, so I can't capture them. <laughs> all right. That was our review and Mark ranting. All right, let's give our... It's just, it was just, it was amazing to me how bad it was. It was just crazy. I know, know, Mark. It's going to be okay. We have Spider-Man to look forward to. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up with our Geekonomics review with our score. I will throw this one last thing in. I am am scared. It scares me that... It's one bad movie, It's not the end of the world. Well, just, it worries me more than scares me. It worries me that we're into phase four, two movies in the phase four. Shang-Chi was the first movie of phase four. Uh, Eternal is the second one. And as of right now, the TV shows are leading into it too. That's what I was about to say. And we have the TV shows and it scares me. The fact that the TV shows, I would say, are better than either of the two movies that have come out so far. Yeah, I said that too. I, I agree with you. Uh, the TV shows have been better than all three MCU movies this year. Yeah, and that's worrisome. I mean, first of all, Black Widow doesn't really count because that was a prequel. And it was a, yeah, it was a like throwaway a, movie. Uh, Shang-Chi was just a sad, shining star. Because it's a, just a, basically a Marvel like way of being like, hey, look, it, we did a movie about a female character too. I mean, I, it's still a fun watch. I mean, it wasn't yeah, that bad. It just was kind of a throwaway um, movie. It wasn't. 
Shang-Chi really was a, a fun one. Um, and, and great characters, memorable moments. I mean, I, and I think it's the best one out of all three of these movies. But the yeah. shows have definitely outshined the movies in general, yeah. I think. I do yeah. agree there. Um, so, Mark, uh, on a scale of one through ten, like we always do, I like my, my one through tens, um, I will give you my score first. Okay. Um, like I said, it's middle tier MCU for me. I liked it a little bit more than you did. I understand your grievances with the film, but I I overlook some of them because it's a movie. It's an MCU movie. I have to overlook some of these things. Um, I, for me... But why, though? Because it's a, it's a superhero movie. It's not set in reality. Um, get that, but we've gotten so many good superhero movies at this point. Why I know. are we still having to like give them? All right, it's my opinion, my opinion, my opinion, okay. my opinion. All right, all right. I give it. I would give it. It's weird. I my brain says six and seven. I give it a six point five, and that's pretty low for me. A six point five. So that is probably the lowest MCU. I mean, a 6.5, even though I, I liked it, I don't remember names that well. I didn't. I had no attachment to characters. It is something I will revisit on Disney+. Plus. It's not something I feel like I should own. I don't really, the characters all, the characters kind of mush together a little bit. So 6.5 from the old Brian man, from my lips to your ears. Mark, what is your scar? Like you were saying, it's tough for me to like. I know, in well, I I hope in my heart of being a Marvel fan of the Marvel universe that this movie will be redeemed in the years to come. Sure, like things will happen in the universe and down the timeline that we've seen that will explain away eighty percent of how bad this movie was. Like. They'll like appear in other movies. The second one will be better. The things that happened in the post credit scene with Star Fox appearing, which is Harry Styles, like you said, and Pip, which is Patton Oswalt's character. And then the after credit scene with Kid Harrington revealing that he's Dark Knight or Black Knight. And then the voice of who I said was Blade in the background. I think so, too. Cuts a necro sword and that yeah. lead into the blade universe. Like it, it, the second Marvel attached slash Marvel movie where the end credit scenes are more important than the actual film you just watched, which is a bad path to go down, in my opinion. But Mark, it's only one movie. I and know. but hold on, let me just say this one thing. Another director or writer can come in with those characters and give them a better voice because we've seen that with Thor. We've seen Watiki come in and reinvigorate yes. Thor. We've yes. seen other directors and writers come in and yes. change it up and make it better. So you know what? It's one movie that was just an okay or a bad film. It, I, I believe it goes to my thing of these Marvel movies. You can't have the writer be the director. Because every time we've had that happen in the Marvel Universe, except for James Gunn, of course, he's the exception to the rule. Waitiki. He yes, wrote, but he I'm wrote saying like, it just, like, there needs to be other people involved besides that. 
like his was he got it the second time around first time introing these characters there needs to be more connection to the rest of the universe and why these people matter that's my only thing so with all that uh this hurts my my soul to give this score i've thought about it all weekend and i'm gonna give this movie I've been debating it back and forth. I didn't want to go too low, but I also don't want to give it anything near passing because it's not, in my opinion. I think this was a huge misstep in the story, the overreaching story of the Marvel Universe. It's going to hurt me to say this out loud. Um, I'm giving this movie a four. Wow, even lower than me. Yeah. I mean, six point five is like a like a B minus. No, six point five is like you just passed the class. That's what it's like a C. You can get you can C. get no. That's like an F. It's like just above an F. An no, F in, an F in school was a sixty four. You gave oh, it a is 65. it? Yeah. Is it, I thought F was I thought I no, thought F D. is sixty four to like seventy, and then seventy like what's a D then? A D is like a sixty like a sixty four is F. Anything below a 64 is an F. So I gave it a D. I gave it a D. I think it was like 65 to 75 is a D. 75 to 80 is a C. And then it went like B and then B like up that way. All right. I give it a D. I give it a passing grade. So you're giving it a what again? A four? I'm giving it a four. That's an F. Yeah, it's an F. Hard F. That's a hard F. That's a a, a F plus. That's That's a fuck you. For why the fuck did you make this movie? Oh, God. <laughs> Go back to the fucking drawing board and come back when you get a better. Like well, if, if this was a test and it was handed in like a report that someone wrote and handed in to me as a teacher, this would be one of those ones where you get like the note written on it on the paper. See me after class in red ink. <laughs> then I ask you like, is there something going on at home? Why is this so bad? There's something going on at home. I love it. What caused this to happen? Um, you know, it's definitely a divisive movie. Uh, it's not. But I'm not even like like I don't know all the other things that happened in it. It's like to me, going back to the film, like the the the, the only Eternal I care about is uh, Nikhil and Johnny's character. Yeah, he's and he's right. not even a main Eternal. He's a side Eternal. I was kind of bummed he took off before the main thing. He took off. He wasn't even in the main fight. Well, he basically said, I agree agree with the other guys. So I'm leaving. Well, he goes, I agree. But for me, I don't want to wish you any harm. I can't fight him because he's he's my friend. I I don't want to fight you guys because they disagreed. Yeah. So he took he took the way out that, you know, copped out. I don't blame him. I would have been the same way if I was him. I like this character. I think he was, he was the, the most fleshed out eternal of all of them. Yeah, he was the best. And he gave like the actual like great explanation of why he's been around in the world and like no one's noticed. Like he played his great grandfather and then his grandfather, then his dad, and then him. Yeah. Like I said, could have make a better show, could have been better, but we got what we it got. Could have been a way better movie with just little tweaks to it. And it's just amazing to me that it got through. All the people all right. it got through. I know. All right, let's 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 not harp on it. That those are our ratings. That's a review of Eternals. Spider Man's next. 
I'm so freaking hyped for Spider-Man. So I don't think the MCU, I think this is going to be the big one. I think yeah. we're going to end it with a bang, baby. Yeah, it like, as you've been like talking about Spider-Man for all this time and building it up, it seems to me like they were all in on Spider-Man and Eternals are just like, yeah, 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 that's fine. You're doing Eternals? Cool. All right, thanks. You go over there and do Eternals, the <laughs> characters we don't care about. Some D-level superheroes. I mean, I that feel are like integral parts of the Marvel universe and what they do, but besides that, no one cares about the characters themselves. It's just their story like just reaches into the other big stories. So they're just kind of like the story movers. So go ahead, do whatever you want. Just make sure you get the story moved and then we'll move on. So like Spider-Man, which actually is important. Yeah, right. But if you think about it right now, overreaching Marvel world universe stories you have going on right now, you have the multiverse happening with the Darkhold. You have Kang the Conqueror happening. He's part of the multiverse, though. Yes, but he is like a villain, a huge villain, like in the unit in the Marvel story. Right, I he's get it, but he's part of that. You have story arc. The villain like that's going to be coming through uh, whatever the Marvel multiverse is, whoever that ends up being the, the villain of that. Then now you're adding in a third big villain of the Celestials being something that's attacking the, like the universe. Well, that's something they've been sprinkling in since I know. a long time. You have time. like three big things going on at once in the Marvel universe. Yeah, but one could be tied up before the next. Like, like I know what I'm just saying, but yeah. as opposed to like the original like the past phases where it's all kind of led up to Thanos. Now we're like in three tangents going on at once. Well, Paul, uh, Kevin Feige did say there was going to be smaller things happening before a bigger thing were to happen again. Yeah. Because you have to cleanse the palate. He's yeah. like, we need to, we need to do smaller things before a bigger thing will happen. Yeah. So that makes sense, you know, and the celestial thing has been peppered in since guardians one. Oh, yeah, and the Doctor Strange had it with his guy in the uh, first movie and all that. Right. So, But it's just, I, it's just a lot. Of I, I think it's a one misstep. It's nothing to worry about. You know, I, I think these characters will be better with time and other people behind the, uh, the writing and the directing and could make these characters worthwhile. And the last thing about this movie, I will agree. I've seen this online a lot over the weekend. Um, Marvel, stop mentioning the DC Universe in your movies. Why? So DC characters. They've only done it once. No, wow. they've done it a bunch of times where they've thrown other things in randomly in the no, movie. They have they, they mentioned uh, Batman DC. and Spider-Man, uh, Superman. That's it. Yeah, but just don't. Why? Why? It's a fun little nod. It's not worth it. We we like everyone under everyone thought that the Stark guy was looked like Superman. We get it. You're just kind of like like acknowledging the fact that you basically made characters that were based off of other characters. Mark, I hate universe. to tell you, I hate to tell you, they bolted. I know, but it's just kind of like there's no need to keep like one artist came to Marvel, yeah, made don't a make character, it so, like, then he obvious. got hired by DC. Then he made a character very similar to yeah. what he made in Marvel. I mean, they all. I know. Did it's just it's just a I, when you get beyond the co- the core. Then you're like, yeah, a lot of these characters are the same because, well, a lot of those people shared ideas. Or it's basically, you're like person. acknowledging, like you're saying, off of the movies that we've seen, the little references we've seen, you're saying the DC universe happens in the same universe 
that the Marvel universe is in right now. No, what they could be saying is that a DC comics could exist as a DC comics. Like that's what they're saying. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Batman and Superman running around. They, they physically just be a comic book. Yeah. Or a TV show yeah. in that world. Yeah. That's how I saw it. I don't think it's a big deal. So what? It's just annoying. I don't really. Need all right. All right. Let's, let's, Superman? Let's, let's wrap this up. I don't want to keep. Why is, everyone, why is everyone British in this movie? That's the other question I had. Oh, my God, Mark. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> I'm done. That? I'm done. You notice that, though? Like, why? <laughs> and why is one of the Celestials deaf? If they're robots, why would you make a deaf robot? That didn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. Random. It was a random. I want to end this now. Just random things that like bothered me about the movie. All right, podcast is over. We'll be back next week to talk about other things other than the turtles. Like always fun to hear a a Latin woman try to pull off an English accent. Subscribe to us on uh, iTunes and the Facebook and the YouTube's, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about other things. Join us at ClipsCon on November 28th, and uh, we'll we'll see everybody next week. Yes, and don't forget to check out our friends at Fantasy Frames for all your comic book framing and other framing needs. We're on Facebook, and you'll see their ad in just a second. We'll be back next week. Everyone have a good one, and don't watch The Eternals. All right, I'm recording. Now you hit record. Okay. Well, I don't. Okay. One time we forgot and you didn't have it. Okay. Cliffscon cold open. Do you have the info handy? Yes. Okay. Give me a second. (laughs) Hold on to your butt. Give me a minute. Do you have it? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> oh no, I can't find it now. There, classic always thing. I have it right here. Right here, hold on. I, I gotta open it. That's open. All okay, right. hold you on. Got it? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hold on a second. Let me just get it. Well, right. You don't really have it then, do you? No, I have it. I have it. I'm ready to go. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Three, two. One. Hey, Brian, coming up at the end of this month, another show coming to the area. Yes, it's coming to Bristol, Connecticut at the Doubletree Hotel. It is Cliff's Con. Uh, 75 dealer tables. Um, they're going to have 
They're gonna have nothing. Uh, hold on. Oh man. Let me start over. Pull the flyer up. No, I, let me start over. I'm gonna pull the flyer up too. Hold on a second. Let me gonna... start off at ClipsCon. Let me start over at ClipsCon. Or do you no, want to just start, start from, over the from the beginning? Because I don't want to have to edit this. I right. just put it up. I'm gonna put the the page on it, and that's it. All right. Here we go. Hold on a second.